0: Welcome to Wine Down, the weekly catch-up between friends Scott and Lydia.
1: We'll be discussing the stories of the week, as well as giving you a much-needed dose of good news.
0: There'll also be a book recommendation and Scott's gift of the week, all accompanied by a big glass of wine.
1: So grab a bottle, settle down and enjoy.
0: Hello everyone! Hi
1: everyone!
0: (laughs) I was going to be like, good morning, and I'm like, it's not the morning. Definitely
1: not morning, hon.
0: (laughs) No, I literally just ran 20 minutes as part of week five, five couch to 5k.
1: Oh God. That like tired.
0: <laughs> it was bloody hard work. I'm not gonna lie.
1: God, I oh just thinking about that, I literally I'm like, is it bedtime yet?
0: <laughs> literally, is it wine time yet?
1: It is wine time. What <laughs> are we drinking this week?
0: <laughs> so this was picked by you and um, decent price, six pounds for Morrison, and it was one on the dry, which I appreciate. Thank mm-hmm. you. Um um, and it is como ser bicicleta, a of Chile.
1: How do you say that? Because whenever I try to say that, it does not sound anything like that.
0: <laughs> uh, you say it fastly so No one can hear you messing up the pronunciation.
1: No, I'm not even going to... No. The como I can say.
0: I have just... Where are is... Oh, como... Oh, yeah, bicicleta. And then
1: also i love the little bike the that is i know the i world. love it i mean, that's cute i
0: feel like i haven't had like a white wine in ages
1: no i feel like we've done quite a lot of rosé prosecco, and
0: yeah apéron. like even Aperon in my normal week. life i just haven't had white wine yep. <laughs> do you like it <laughs> no i do like it Okay. I'm just surprised they said it, was, it, they said it was like on the driest of dry, and this isn't the driest of dry for me. But I do like it because it's
1: not sweet. Oh my god, do you like even drier than this? Mm. Oh, good lord. Yep. Dry, Ooh. dry, drier. <laughs> you like it dry?
0: Well, that was good. <laughs>
1: a perfect pair. No,
0: this
1: of is fine, I like. Seafood salads and a perfect match for chili heat
0: oh i'm having a thai curry tonight that'll go very well
1: oh it's perfect see it's like i'm psychic
0: (laughs) literally also six pounds that is a really nice wine
1: yeah yeah, some wines
0: don't go cold you know some wines they're like when you put them in the fridge they don't just don't they just don't go cold enough Mm -hmm. like no matter how long you leave them this has come out like freezing
1: yeah i thought that when i picked it up i was like oh that's chilly and it's funny because yeah it's it's like a good (laughs) I <laughs> hey.
0: hate he didn't, he didn't even plan that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: how are you anyway? Lovely. How's your week been?
0: Yeah, I'm good. Have you been out for an actual glass of wine in a pub yet? I
1: haven't. And I don't know how I feel about it, to be honest with you. <laughs> like, what do you mean? I want to go, but it's just that I don't know if it's <laughs> like an anxiety or something somewhere. That I've heard from people that have gone and done it, like how busy it is in some places. And I'm like, mm. I don't know if I'm ready to be that close of a lot more people yet. <laughs> Even though I thought I would be, I'd like, be like gagging to go out. But mm. I don't know. That's so
0: interesting. See, I feel like I'm gagging to go out. But then I feel like maybe when I get that, I probably would get that like anxiety of being, oh my God, yeah. why are you so close to me? And yeah, exactly. also I'm just like, I want to go out. My, with my friends like yeah
1: on zoom because there's like a pub around the corner from us and it always looks really nice and I mean it's fully booked on like the weekends until like middle end of May but like I was <laughs> like oh maybe me and Gable can just go one evening like after work or something yeah. like that um so like that we might do but I think I'm I'm trying mm. to there's like there's quite a few places around by us but again like where are the pub gardens like you don't actually realise how Literally. many pu- little pubs have pub gardens.
0: <laughs> Literally, like, and also, like, so even pubs that do have pub gardens aren't even opening. The pub down my road, five-minute walkway, massive big garden, not opening till like, the end of May. i just, it's like,
1: because, like, Yeah, excuse me, open for me. <laughs>
0: like, but I just don't understand why you open. Do you think it's know.
1: because, like, the, the, obviously, if the, they'll probably lose money if they open and then not that many people turn up?
0: That is very true. And I guess like, I don't really have a city, was, I guess, you know, in London, you're always going to guarantee to have people coming in. Yeah. Sort of vibe.
1: Because at like, some places, obviously, like booking, and then some places are just walk-ins. But, like, mm. I-, I don't know if I'm going to want to go to a pub in, like, three weeks' time. Do you know what I mean? Like, Scott, <laughs> so, I, really I think will, we can but... <laughs> guarantee you
0: will, want- you will want to go to a pub.
1: But do you know what I mean? Though? Like, there's so much, like but it's like... It's so much like booking in advance that it's like
0: yeah
1: right okay uh <laughs> yeah.
0: when am I yeah. gonna want to do this <laughs> yeah and I think that's what and I feel like I'm getting a lot of FOMO because I didn't book far enough in advance so like me and my friend are going out for lunch in the weekend we have to scramble just to get like a quick like lunch and it's like we've got it for like 12 15 which is a normal time but I don't like eating that early but it's fine because yeah one is a table so we have to book
1: I think that's the thing isn't it as well it's like the thought of I mean it's not very warm at the moment like Mm. I will be freezing my tits off sitting outside
0: (laughs) literally but then I want to wear all my cute like spring clothes and I'm like well well, what do I do Mm. what do you wear like I've forgotten how to get dressed
1: like where Um, are we going to go to show these off otherwise
0: (laughs) yeah like I've been stuck inside like no makeup on like how do people do this now
1: yeah that's um that is very true actually I've been sorting through my wardrobe and I'm trying to sort it through even more of like stuff I haven't worn for ages and like the stuff I can get rid of and then I'm like oh but spring and summer's coming up that's perfect for that so it's just a perfect excuse yeah. to keep it
0: <laughs> and also like if you say like oh, I haven't worn this in a year it's because there's been a pandemic for a year so mm-hmm. like it's not a reasonable like assessment and like all my, my nice like officey stuff that I wear. like I don't really work in like a like I work for a very like cool young company, but like I still like to have like the clothes that. But I've worn them in like a year because I just don't need to do that for like my downstairs office.
1: Yeah, totally. And it's like, you know, like, you know I you love a open shirt and all that kind of stuff. And, like mm-hmm. I have about fifty shirts, I think. But again, like, this past were you June, in fashion? You so like, yeah, but like yeah. I say that to myself, and apparently it's not a good enough excuse according to Gabriel. So. <laughs> <laughs> He's been pretty strict on me. Well,
0: Gabriel, Gabriel, no. This is the one thing I have to disagree with my twin <laughs> and say no.
1: Let me have this one.
0: <laughs> I'm going shopping on Saturday as well as my lunch. And I'm a bit like, I'm really excited, but I'm also like, what are the cues Me like? I can't be arsed. You know what I mean? Just like, I'm a bit worried. I'm really tired at the end of the day
1: because oh it's God, just so you... much
0: like stuff I'm not used to doing.
1: Yeah. Did you see the, the videos um, on like social media of people queuing in front the Primarchs and everything?
0: Mm. and you i saw everyone say. being like really bitchy and like mean i know it that everyone's like oh my god like why would you go to primark and it's like well people sometimes some people can only afford primark like shut up
1: and like, and like their stuff is actually I mean, like, looking really good
0: <laughs> yeah like i know we're not like great supporters of fast fashion and stuff but like come on like some people can't afford not to go to primark and also people just want to go to primark because if they've been inside for three months bloody at them like yeah
1: exactly like oh like yeah, if they want to stand in the queue for three hours, let them.
0: <laughs> let them, like... I don't like, want to, but let okay. them. Yeah, like, like again, it's like, the thing we say so much is like, why does that bother you? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. how does someone else queuing for Primark affect your day?
1: Oh, my God, it's so true, like...
0: We shouldn't actually get this as much, like, why does that affect you?
1: Yeah, like, it just makes me laugh, like... It's like we've said it so many times on here that everyone's just gotta have an opinion on everything. <laughs> I don't know we have I don't know that,
0: like that is our opinion. Yeah. On their opinion. <laughs> but, like <sighs> I just feel like our opinion is right.
1: Yeah, ours is the right one. Everyone else is wrong. <laughs> well,
0: not even everyone else's is wrong, just like the people that are like really bitchy. Like it's I think it's funny to be like, I'm gonna look how cute it is, like that's easy. But I think it's very different to them be like, "Oh my god, why would you queue for Primark for three hours?" Yeah, like there's a difference in I think in being like, "No, oh my god, look how big the queue is," like rather than being like really bitchy about it and being like, "Who would shop in Primark?"
1: There's like a line, isn't there? Of like, yeah. again, it goes into that line is either like trolling and like being aggressive and nasty mm. and just making yeah. a general comment like, "Oh my god, those queues are insane." Like, why have you yeah. personally attacked the people in those queues? Like, yeah. leave them alone.
0: <laughs> like, everyone's got something they want to rush to do. Mm. And, yeah, it's bizarre.
1: Yeah.
0: The I'm a bit worried about is I don't have to make conversation anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you talk about?
1: Yeah, it's so true. Because, like, you just... You find yourself almost, like, either repeating things that you've been like, talking about during the week or... It just gets to that point where you are literally like, "Can okay, we run out of conversation?"
0: Because nothing's happened, doesn't You are like, yeah. "Oh, how was your lockdown?" And it's like, "I okay, care." Oh, anyone else's was, because they're all shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh,
1: God. Like,
0: is it if anyone's had a good lockdown? Like, please let me know because I mean, I would actually now.
1: love to know that because that would be our good news for the week.
0: <laughs> that would be a bloody a good news. Good news for the year, I think. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, I just don't. Understand it?
1: No, he's okay. lying. Um, so let's get stuck in. On? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. So I last mean... Friday, <laughs> do we begin with this one?
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll begin with this one.
1: Okay, we're we'll good. it. And we're gonna get hate. Hate. Oh my god! No, I'm not laughing because of that. <laughs> um, <laughs> so last Friday, it was announced that Prince Philip passed away. Um, at the age of 99 his funeral is this Saturday at 3 p.m you can watch it on BBC um can you yeah uh, which is what I I we'll be doing on
0: Saturday private.
1: <laughs> no it's been televised For work yeah we um I thought we was going to be asked to do it but then no one really I don't think writing about people's fashion at a funeral was very um sensitive at a funeral yeah
0: no, that's, I mean, that's kind like, of oh, Look at that <laughs> chic look.
1: Yeah. Oh, god, Kate Medicine looks stunning. Yeah, you can be- oh, wow. yeah, it's not yeah
0: buy her ghost dress here. Like, <laughs> oh, god, I just said a ghost dress.
1: <laughs> if she wears that, then <laughs> she's throwing some shade.
0: But, like, she always wears ghosts. Yeah. She always wear- yeah, but she does always wear ghosts, doesn't she? Yeah. I mean, I think um, she'll be
1: wearing Alexander McQueen or something. But- she's a classy bird. But
0: <laughs> yeah, true. Okay, fair.
1: <laughs> got design for the funeral. You know, you got to.
0: Do it. Um, yeah, you got to do it. But obviously, yeah, it's very sad. And I mean, yeah, it's just sad, isn't it? Someone granddad's died.
1: Yeah, and I think it's that thing as well of like, obviously, it just brings up the whole entire bloody drama with Megan and <laughs> Harry again. And it's just like give mm-hmm. a rest. Like it is ridiculous.
0: Yeah, I think also, like, regardless of your opinions of Meghan Markle, if anyone's like, why is she not pregnant? Because she's fucking, like, 30 weeks pregnant and every single person should know that you do not fly when you're, like, 10 weeks from labour across the Atlantic Ocean.
1: Exactly. It's not like it's like a quick trip. It's, like, a hefty one. And Mm. it's...
0: Like, you're not meant to fly at all. No, exactly.
1: Like, people are like, oh, I bet she doesn't want to go because she's, like, afraid to see them. Bullshit. Like... Again, it comes down to the fact that she is heavily pregnant and due soon. Like yeah. why yeah. have you got to overlook that fact? Yeah in it in some sort of way. Like, why just you have yeah. to do that? What are you getting out of that?
0: Like obviously it would be a very different conversation if she wasn't pregnant.
1: Yeah, then it would be then that would now. be like
0: <laughs> but like they plan that pregnancy well. Yeah, timing, they <laughs> like I think it's always easier that I think Harry goes first just to like break the tension in a weird like, way
1: yeah. it's like his family that this is yeah, this yeah. whole drama is yeah. attached to it's not her family
0: mm. yeah exactly so i think he just like break the ice also people like i keep on reading today like beatrice and eugenie getting involved and i was like when are getting involved what have they got to do with this
1: what against megan and harry or for megan and harry
0: yeah well because it was like um it was like someone was like, Prince Harry's going to break the ice with like Charles and Wales and Beatrice mm. and Eugenie. And I'm like, sorry, who?
1: I thought they were like... <laughs> what were they got to do with this? I thought they were cool with like Beatrice and Eugenie.
0: Like, like his cousins, like no offense, but I don't see what relevance they have to the whole conversation unless I they bet. were once said the thing.
1: I bet it's because that whole bloody Piers Morgan came out and said that it was Fergie that was his royal person that said that like...
0: Oh my God, obviously- Yeah. Oh my god, yeah, I completely really forgot about that. I'm sorry, For Fergie.
1: God. Where the fuck have you come from?
0: <laughs> but also, like, I thought he, Megan, and Fergie were pals. Yeah,
1: exactly. I mean, it's just Piers wow. Morgan again, like. Yeah, it's true. The barrel. But
0: he doesn't usually lie like that.
1: <laughs> no, I don't think he'd go to that extent. But then again, I'm but, like, Fergie is putting herself in a situation.
0: <laughs> no, she's not going to the funeral. So. No. One person who will, unfortunately, be going to the funeral is Prince Andrew.
1: Mm. Again, being overlooked by fucking everything.
0: (laughs) Literally. But, like, I love it. Like, so, like, Sky News or something that put up an interview with him from, like, Sunday, and the FBI, oh, he's doing interviews now, is he? (laughs) And I died.
1: (laughs) I was like, yes, that
0: one FBI. you
1: see him doing, like... Club appearances, like all the reality stars do, he'll <laughs> have a collection of in the Literally. style next week.
0: <laughs> but no, but it's because the guy want to bloody interview him, and he's not agreeing to it.
1: Oh my god! It just—I don't get how he's getting away with it, or how the public are getting away with it. Because if it was any other person that was accused of the stuff that he's been accused with, they would be ripped to shreds. And okay, yeah, I mean, he was.
0: he's being ripped to shreds.
1: Yeah, but like the attention, there's the attention on him dies out pretty quick compared to that of like Meghan and Harry. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's true. The attention on him mm. can be blown over within like two days. But with Meghan and Harry, yeah, oh, anything to do with the royals, it's all brought back up mm. again, and it's like, oh, leave it alone. Yeah, like,
0: that's very true.
1: Let it be. That's very true. <laughs>
0: And then there's the whole drama that none of them are now going to wear military uniform because Harry and Auntie wanted to wear theirs, but because they're like the disgraced members of the family, they can't. Oh. I, feel bad. I feel bad for Charles and William because I can't even wear their uniforms. So they their thought that Prince Andrew's a weirdo and he's caused his drama.
1: Mm. I, I, and it's a way that headlines have been spun as well. And like, mm. like the Queen has saved Harry from embarrassment. Harry probably wouldn't give two shits if he's wearing his thing or like if his uniform or not. Like, well, I know,
0: I think he would give a lot of shits because Harry and his grandfather are both like military men, both like had mass. Like that was the one thing that they all everyone when Harry left, like the royal the royal family, he didn't want to give up the military stuff. Mm. So I think mm. this is a big blow to him. I wouldn't be surprised, like- but that's just my opinion.
1: No, but like like and i get that like it is it could it probably is like totally get it mm. but at the same time i'm like it's your granddad's funeral. Yeah. at the end of the day put that aside like it doesn't matter what you're wearing you could turn up in a bin bag yeah you gotta be there for your granddad like and your nan in it or your rest your yeah family. that's so true <laughs> but yeah, it's that's just,
0: very true i guess maybe them to them that's their way of paying respect by wearing their uniforms
1: yeah because i thought um princess anne would wear it as well because she has worn um, military uniform um, before at mm. all funeral funerals. So I didn't know if she would wear one as well, even though she's never actually served. But... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah, I did see a picture of that earlier. Yeah. Also, I forget that the crown is in real life, and I'm like, oh, Princess Anne was like his favourite child. She's like, <laughs> no one's spoken about how sad she must be. Yeah. It was really bad for her because, like, the crown, they were like peas in a pod.
1: I mean, I watched a documentary actually the other night, and um they actually i don't know when it was filmed i need to find out but it literally is weird of it sounded like they had interviewed them over the weekend well like, oh,
0: this weekend
1: yeah they obviously didn't but it sound the way they were speaking and the things they were saying it made it like it was a documentary all on prince philip basically in his life um and then they interviewed like mm. andrew weren't in it um and like Charles, Anne, and they were interviewing all of them and talking to them, and they were sharing like stories and all that. And Anne was saying some really sweet stuff. And it's just like it—it just, it just really creeped me out because it literally did feel like they interviewed them over the weekend and made this documentary. And I was like, this is really weird. That's like, weird. But I don't. I need to find out the actual date of when it aired no. because, yeah, it's weird.
0: Because <laughs> obviously, they have all like the like archive footage ready to go at the bbc Mm. and itv programs like on standby but yeah that is weird that you think that it sounded like they were i mean they were some of them were interviewed outside church on sunday but i didn't see out
1: just sort of andrew they um because they kept saying it's not like he was and all of that and i'm like what sorry when (laughs) oh yeah Bit. that's weird obviously they're probably talking about him in past tense obviously like when they were younger and stuff like that but I yeah it just do you know what I mean like the timing of it I was like oh okay like, when was this <laughs>
0: yeah because the way yeah yeah no I get what you mean because even if they're talking about him in childhood to then say he was our hits differently because mm. you're like oh yeah it's
1: yeah mm. um, <laughs> let's move on <laughs> mm. what is okay. <laughs> what is our next topic
0: So um, I haven't really read this much about it. I've just seen like the headlines. So, but this, so the Bachelor, I feel like is America's equivalent of like Love Island. Like it's Mm. a big fucking deal in America. I know people watch it here, but it's not like as big. But one of like the ex stars of it, Colton Underwood, came out in a interview yesterday. Had a big sit down, Um, and now he's also been rumored to be having Netflix reality. TV show where he has Gus Worthy as his gay guide. Um, should we discuss?
1: Like, I, I feel really mixed on this, and I, I don't, I do, and I don't know why. It like so obviously really happy for him to come out, and he feels comfortable enough to do that. And he said that basically, in the, um, in one of the interviews, that he obviously spent a lot of time on his own during lockdown and all of that and it made him sort of reflect and sort of say to himself like it's time for me to admit who I really am and that kind of stuff completely 100% Mm. on board of it like I'm I'm a true believer that people come out when they want to come out not when other people want them to and all that kind of thing Mm -hmm. um but (laughs) my problem is is that like straight off the gate he done like a almost like a tell-all interview with like yeah. good morning america he'd um um he now suddenly has a reality show of netflix already lined up and it's like mm. like to me and again like if i offend people with this i'm really sorry but to me it almost sounds like he's profiting off of his sexuality he's now
0: yeah
1: admitted to being like I'm just so well, it's like
0: he's got had a privilege in his coming out that so many other people don't have. That he's been able to make money from this, he's been mm. able to control the narrative of how it's told. Where so many other people are outed without their control, like so many mm-hmm. other steps in the past. Speaking of Richard Madden, um, we'll come back to that in a minute. Um, and then, like, obviously, like, so many other people are like chucked out of their homes for being gay or you know, lose their jobs, and to then be able to profit off just be like oh yeah well I'm I'm gay now so I can have a Netflix show I do understand why you'd be a bit miffed that for him obviously it's not easy for anyone but then get like rewarded for it it's I just, don't know
1: yeah and I think it's like the speed of which it's happened like he literally only came out what yesterday or the day before and or Tuesday, yeah, yeah or Tuesday And all of a sudden he's got a Netflix show where Gus Mm. is going to be his gay guide and show him the ways of, like, do you know what I mean? It's a bit like... What does
0: that even mean, though? Like, does that, is he going to show how to douche? Like, is that what it means? Like,
1: I think it's just, like, I mean, again, I don't know if it's been specified anywhere, but, like...
0: I think it's just rumours So rumours.
1: Like, obviously Gus came out and all of that kind of stuff, and he's had to go through the journey of the community in that so I'm guessing he's then going to help Colton do the same thing and how to navigate the community learn about things and all of that but do you know what it reminds me of it literally reminds me of when Caitlyn Jenner got her I am Kate" yeah like that's yeah. just what it makes me feel like but Colton is doing it like one day later whereas at least
0: yeah it's like that very much like <laughs> white middle class privilege like oh, like, I'm now, there's something else, which is completely to be celebrated, but now I'm going to make it, I'm going to make my journey into some money.
1: Yeah, and do you know what? I actually was speaking to someone earlier um, about this, and I was, like, we were talking about the thing, and I was sort of saying what I just said, and um, this person was, like, well, it almost seems like, because they no they're not getting that thing from the bachelor anymore or that fame maybe or they've like died out that all of a sudden they're like okay well I need my name to be in the headlines I'm going to come out and do this and do that and it's like oh
0: yeah but I I don't think I agree with that though because I'm like I don't think I think any person that's come out will disagree with that that coming out is completely like brave and scary thing to do I don't think I don't think that's the same thing as being like a Quick money maker Mm. at all, but I think then adding the show onto it, like I can get understand why he wanted to do like a tell all document, like documentary, because then it's almost like okay, well I'm going to control the narrative because this week, like to imagine who we all know I love, like there are pictures of him and his friend Mm. that Daily Mail called his actor pal. The people in the past have been like, no, they're gay, and it's like okay. You know, like in the nineties and stuff, so many men were like outed by like the tabloids and stuff. Uh-huh. And so I guess a cult, and it's like, okay, I'm gonna claim the narrative myself, speak out about it, and like put any rumors to rest. I'm gonna be in control of it, which I completely. Avoid. Oh my god! It's then yeah. taking it to the next level of being like Netflix, that then are like, mm, okay
1: yeah it just seems a bit like, like yeah. i'm so happy for him like i really am it's just yeah it's i think mm. it's the netflix bit and all of a sudden the reality show is already lined up yeah. ready to go and it's like mate you've just literally come yeah. out like have you actually been pre-planning this this whole time like how long have you been planning this for
0: and pro- he probably has because he's like also because he before the bachelor he was an nfl player mm. so i think you know like he obviously knows celebrity culture very well so his whole team on that K told to told his team and then they'll be like okay cool we're gonna do this this and this and make it out like, this really positive thing which it is it cool, is
1: yeah at the end of the day absolutely it's just a way thing. to
0: and i think it's also really interesting that because he is an nfl player like having this very straight like white male appearance thing and then to like give that as like an example of like men, because in... i feel like men's sport and sexuality it's still such a big, like, taboo, mm. you know, of, like, I feel like in England there aren't, correct me if I'm wrong, there aren't any out male, like, players
1: like, in football. Not that I know of, no.
0: I mean, I know football isn't your area of expertise, Scott. <laughs>
1: yeah, bark up the wrong tree here. but...
0: <laughs> yeah, but, like, like it's not... I feel like it's still very much not a thing, and I feel like that, from that point of view, it's great for him coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, because that will be like you know you can play football like American football or any sport and still you know like men and that doesn't make you bad or a bad person you
1: know. Yeah, I just I mean I still find it hard that it's the 21st century, it's 2021 and people still have some sort of issue with it. Like <laughs> I don't. Oh really my god, yeah, it. No, 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 I completely, agree.
0: <laughs> yeah, like I no, I, I am in mean, that in like. Oh no, no, no. For America. Because okay, yeah. like I feel like the thing in sport, it's still such a big thing that yeah, we're still like is. now being like, there are no, because I remember when like, Gareth, what's his name? Gareth, the rugby player. Thomas? Yeah, when he came out, that was such a big deal. Do mm. you remember that? And like, yeah. it's crazy that that is a big deal.
1: Yeah. In like,
0: like male dominated sports, it's such a big like hoo-ha
1: mm-hmm. sort of vibe yeah totally agree with that yeah. I mean we shall see what happens if that um, yeah to, and it actually leads on to our next topic quite nice <laughs> kind of
0: it does actually really shows. well I know <laughs>
1: um Love Island is reportedly including queer couples in its next series um mm. yeah uh,
0: how do you feel about that
1: I, I mean the fact that they're trying to recruit people for the show via Tinder I think <laughs> is a okay, honey, you do you kind of thing like but yeah it was just like so like when ITV were asked like about considering contestants from sexual orientations, um, they replied and was like, are any stipulation for applicants on Love Island are uh, over 18, single and looking for love? And I'm like, "Yet it's taken you however many series to finally open up to this. And mm. again, is it just a token gesture? Are they all going to be very white and six-packed? And do you know what I mean? like yeah. You can do that, but it's still... I mean, I know it's a step forward in some sort of way, but again, I'm like... It's a very whitewashed, very clean, like, attractive way to do it.
0: Yeah. And I also, I'm not going to lie, I don't think they are going to have any, like, proper quick no. couples. I think they might get a girl that's bi, because yeah. that's because I still think there's this weird fascination with girls that like girls, that like, people love to fetishize it, mm-hmm. so, you know, like Megan Barton Hanson and stuff going on the show she didn't even come out as bi- to afterwards yeah. I think it's been like one two girls with each other in like mm. series two or something and i think that's the only way that they're gonna do it like i'll be blown away if they do it any differently than that
1: yeah i mean because i arms, just can't
0: you know, imagine it
1: yeah it doesn't have the best reputation does it so i don't have very high hopes mm. for this to be honest um I yeah
0: just... and also saying they're recruiting is very different to like actually casting and exactly like being like, in that final
1: lineup it's almost like so they're kind of like trying to cover themselves even though it's not good enough but it's like oh yeah yeah we're putting it out there we're allowing gay people and people of the like lgbt community <laughs> to come forward and mm. like apply they might not get in but that's what we're doing we're opening it up and it's like that's still yeah fun. like yeah you should be doing that the like, whole, like the time. i think
0: yeah definitely i think like like a queer version of love island would be so interesting
1: that'd be so i thought like that'd be so like, good
0: it's such a good show yeah um rather than just like another tommy fury and Molly may like extravaganza you know i
1: Something just thing
0: against Molly may personally just just a bit uh.
1: it's just the same like
0: and mm-hmm. i, I don't even
1: i think i stopped watching the last one like halfway through i don't even remember he was in it but like it's just it's the same all the time and Mm. i get obviously if there was an lgbt version of it it would be the same format it would just be that there would be different people of orient sexual orientations um Mm. possibly gender um yeah but it's it's fresh it's something new it's not Mm. i don't want to like i think that
0: the conversations they'd be having would be more interesting you know, because I feel like even for like love island for a straight person i don't even feel like it's necessarily the most like it's very much one type of straight dating
1: mm-hmm. like even
0: in that it's a very typical like oh i'm the man she's the woman mm-hmm. like that sort of a bit archaic mentality um a lot of the time and even like so I, I didn't see people that I feel like I relate to in that show necessarily all the time. So I can't imagine from like a queer point of view, how on earth you're meant to relate mm. or like, I don't
1: know. Yes, it's so true. Because I think that is the thing, like, like, okay, there are people obviously in the UK that can relate to how they how these people look at Go On There and all of that. But then yeah. it's like, like, I I watch it and I'm like, I'm so bored. Like the conversation fell. <laughs> all you're seeing is, like, a guy go after a girl and objectify her about how he's going to get her and all of this. And, like, <laughs> it's just, like, oh, it's Should
0: we go sad. for a chat? Should we go for a chat?
1: Oh, <laughs> got a text.
0: got a text.
1: I'm going to throw your phone in the water in a minute.
0: <laughs> Although, the one thing I will say about Love Island is it did introduce us all to V, so we do have to be
1: grateful for them, obviously. To who? To OV. who? Oh, my God. OV. Yeah. Yeah. There are some some.
0: Good there games. are some perks.
1: <laughs> Underline, <laughs> yeah. bold, italic, some.
0: <laughs> just, just does your heart ever just go, Ovi? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Ovi's oh, lovely. Bless. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, it's just cute.
1: I mean, is it meant to be starting in July or June? Can't remember when it. It's when it
0: like up. I think it's on the twenty eighth. Uh, it's the f- like the last Monday of the month.
1: Right, okay. Um, we'll see how this goes. Yeah, we will. Mm. We
0: say this now and we're going to be like bloody hooked on it and be like, right, guys, what, did everyone watch stuff hour like this week? Probably.
1: It always happens because I'm like, oh, I'll give it a go um, for the first week or two. And then like then like through mm. the winter one last year, I stopped half of Oh, the winter one was
0: bad.
1: And like, I just love like, how they tried to create mm. drama and it's like, such unnecessary yeah. drama. The winter again, one was like... It's, yeah, and it's like what we said before about reality shows. Sometimes it's so constructed and not natural mm. that you're like, oh my god, like, come on. Do like, something. even I,
0: who love reality TV, can't be bothered with this. Like, Yeah. Because it's but... not TV anymore. It's like constructed reality. I think yeah.
1: That, isn't it? That's the thing, like, and was it like Montana that came out a couple of weeks ago and said about mm. how, like, when like obviously on telly we didn't see any of them have sex really but then she came out i think it was Montana, yeah and she came out and said that like everyone's yeah, having sex everywhere like and it's like okay yeah. not that that's I what we want to see, see that yeah but like <laughs> it's that thing of like it's part of it like so you yeah it's obviously
0: so, like they can't show it for like their privacy reasons and yeah. stuff which is understandable because they just mean, like uh...
1: You don't want to see people, like, bonking all the time, but do you know what I mean? I feel like, but,
0: like a, bit of bon- a bit of bonking doesn't hurt anyone. A bit of and, bonk, that's all know, we want to
1: see.
0: A bit of bonk.
1: <laughs> like,
0: yeah, and it would just give more context to the conversations that they're having. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's so true. Why people are people annoyed, and then you're like, oh, yeah, it's because they just shagged a minute ago.
1: But then it's but, like, I don't know if you ever remember, but, like, when Big Brother was on like in like the thousands like the noughties um it's like they used to have like the 24 hour channel and like they used to have like seven like big brother 24 hours and stuff like that and i think they even had it on um i'm a celeb as well when that first sort of started out they had like the 24 hour recording so like you could watch it whenever and i'm like imagine if they did that now about like love island the stuff he would see oh my god he'd cancel it
0: like yeah also i've heard that they just get so bored because they're literally not as tired to take anything and no phones no books no yeah. nothing so you would just be exhausted like bored like i just I guess, couldn't like, do I would it.
1: sleep all the time
0: yeah like i just couldn't do it like without even being able to read or like do anything
1: uh, yeah you, know, you like, would just
0: create you would just because oh, you'd be so bloody bored of your life.
1: Oh, my God, I don't know what I'd do. It'd almost be, like, rehab, but bad.
0: I don't if even think gay. it... I think rehab would be fun, though, to be honest.
1: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's very true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Right, let's move on to our next thing, which is actually a really nice and happy topic to talk about. Um,
0: I mean, I don't really feel like it's a topic. We just want to be, like... Briefly mention. Briefly <laughs> mention that Pan France from Queer Eye is having a baby with his Woo! husband Rob. <laughs>
1: Woo. i'm so happy uh, the picture the first... that he posted was so cute i know oh.
0: i really loved it it was the first it's the first Queer eye baby as well
1: go on tan
0: oh actually well i mean karamo has sons but like they're like teenagers so, so, he, for, like... Had show, so... Yeah, he had them
1: before the show
0: yeah them before the show so it's <laughs> so like the first Queer eye baby
1: oh it's like so cute. i didn't think he'd be the first for some reason i don't know why
0: well, I, well, I feel like him or Bobby.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, that, yeah.
0: Yeah, like it's actually one of those two. Because Jonathan's only just got married and Anthony is just, you know, living his best life. I think a he's gorgeous
1: got a gorgeous specimen. Oh. Yeah. Miss them. When are they coming back?
0: I know. I feel like it's been bloody ages.
1: I need some queer eye in my life. I need to be on queer eye. <laughs> You'd be really I good. need a. Ma- I need my life made over.
0: <laughs> Maybe if Tan is on maternity leave or paternity leave, <gasps> sorry, paternity leave.
1: But well, I'll take his place. You
0: can go. Yeah, you can go.
1: <laughs> Reinvent the French yeah. tuck and be like the Scot Tuck.
0: <laughs> the Scot tuck
1: I like the Scott Tuck. Oh, yeah, that'd be fun. You can make that work.
0: <laughs> oh. Yeah, I think that I think we can um um copyright that.
1: Yeah, we'll do that right now. (laughs) Oh, that'd be good. Um, So, Lydia, do you have any good news for us this week?
0: So I do. So this is technically, kind of relates to it. And it's technically an old story. Right. I just come back around. I saw it on BBC like two weeks ago, then I saw it on the Good News Network today. Um, So the headline reads, they found a baby on the subway. Now he's their adopted son. Um, So... In August of 2000, Danny Stewart was rushing to make a dinner date with his partner, Pete Mercutio, and was running late when he spotted a suspicious bundle on a New York City subway platform. Thinking at first it was just a doll, Stewart would until something caught his eye. The doll wasn't a doll at all. It was a baby boy, a newborn, with the remnants of an umbilical cord still attached. Um, so while cell phone technology wasn't new a couple of decades ago, it still wasn't ubiquitous. And oh. um, so Stuart was forced to seek out a payment on the street to alert the police if he's find. After going back to check on the baby, he made a second trip to the phone to alert his partner. Mercutio was out of the door in a flash, arriving just moments Pops taking the baby into their custody. Um, and then it goes on to talk about how this sort of stayed in the boy's life for a bit. And then it came to the family court because they obviously hadn't found his parents or his parents weren't in a position to take care of him, and they asked them. That um, this guy, if he wanted to adopt him, the baby, and he's been their son ever since, oh. and he's now like twenty one, and going into like, uni and stuff, and it's so lovely. Oh
1: my god! I mean, first things first. And,
0: like they, I don't. Yeah. Sorry,
1: go on. I don't know how. I... How I would react to finding a baby abandoned? Like, it's like you just never think that you would ever have to do. Yeah. Like, how,
0: like, I think, and I think what I read in the BBC was really cute is that the guy that found him, his partner was like, Oh, I'm not sure if I want to do this. And the guy was like, Okay, well, regardless of you, I'm doing this. I'm having this child. I'm looking after him. I'm like, He's my child now. My God, Whether absolutely. you want to join me or not, that's cool. And yeah, I don't know what I do, but I think I'd obviously call the police and be like, uh, uh, There's a child here on their own.
1: Yeah, I found a baby. uh <laughs> I think that's like, such a cool story. Just...
0: Yeah, I'll put it, I'll send it to you, because I think I read the whole thing. It's quite long. It's just so lovely. And it was just really nice. Also in like 2000, that like mm. the court's like, yeah, let's give this couple a child. Like, I find that quite surprising.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, when you read that, um, I was like, oh, okay. Like, I didn't think that at that time it would have been so easy to do that. I mean, it probably wasn't easy, but... Mm. No. I think it's just so nice. They were actually allowed... To keep him and have him as his own, and now yeah, he's and like, a full grown man doing his thing,
0: yeah. Like, it's just there's he's also quite attractive, their son. <laughs> um, um, but like, yeah, and just pictures them like going hiking and stuff. And the woman, so the, the judge that was like who had the idea of like giving the baby mm-hmm. to the couple when the marriage laws came into New York, and she And she was an officiated their wedding. Oh my God. So it was like a whole full circle, like really cute story.
1: Oh, that's really cute.
0: I need a film about this. I'm not going to lie. Netflix, get on it.
1: Netflix, come on.
0: (laughs) I just think it was such a lovely, heartwarming story of like the kindest people, you know.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think that's, Again, even though lockdown has eased, I feel like it is stories like that that need to be shared because some people are not being nice. But...
0: <laughs> no. I think it's just like the fact that like this man wasn't particularly rich. He like wasn't necessarily having having like, the best life, but he was annoying to look after this child. Mm. And I'm sure that per- the parents, the birth parents are happy that the child's been looked after and loved for so many years. Yeah,
1: and it's having a good life. Life. Mm. Yeah. Lovely. Oh, I love that. Um, so, Lydia, book of the week.
0: Oh, oh. me again?
1: It's all on you, Han. So my <laughs>
0: lovely friend Jolie, as it should be. Uh, <laughs> Always. Obviously. <laughs> obviously. Always. No, you're not joking. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, my lovely friend Joe. Shush. <laughs> Moving on, um. So my lovely friend joey's book, I never of it. But it's right up my street, so I'm surprised I hadn't heard of it. But it is called "Why Women Are Blamed for Everything: Exposing the Culture of Victim Blaming" by Dr. Jessica Taylor.
1: um I love the cover. cover.
0: Um, and it's basic. Cover isn't it? Um, and it basically goes into like the science and the psychology, and like, examples of like why we victim blame and how pervasive it is in our culture to blame women for, and children for every single like instance of sexual abuse and assault mm-hmm. they get and it's crazy and like the thing you don't even realize like the fact that they were like police I, I saved it because I was like to mention it that um what page is it 49 um they're obviously like in like 10 years ago police started putting up like posters of, like women to not drinking alcohol and nights out because mm-hmm. like then they could, you know, end up getting hurt. And this, she writes, she goes, the poster does not want to just rapist male violence. In fact, you could to believe that alcohol is rape and that women are being attacked by bottles of their favourite wine. And it was that sort of thing where it's like so much of what we're taught as girls is that it's on us mm-hmm. to like protect ourselves. Mm-hmm. Never in culture and society is it the fact that men are doing this thing yeah and it's just so interesting and i'm literally like my mind mind's being blown every page i'm like oh my god we've just been fucking brainwashed
1: do you i don't know if you remember it there was oh, i don't know how old we would have been um <laughs> what what during the war um <laughs> no. there was an advert and it was a woman getting into a taxi after a night out and the taxi was driving home Yes. And she was like, no, you're going the wrong way. And he parked in like a dark um, like estate and he got out of the front car, went into the back and obviously yeah. what you yeah. think happened. And again, but then they were like, "Yeah, you need to be careful. Don't get into an unmarked car. And it was like, maybe the unmarked car shouldn't be doing what it's doing in the first place.
0: <laughs> Literally, she talked about those adverts in the thing. And I do remember that because it's like, don't use an unbooked taxi. And it's like, yeah. but why is it my fault? It's yeah. not her role. It's the fucking taxi driver. Like, and that's all the whole book is about. And like, she's done like research, she's obviously like a doctor, so she's done like a whole B- PhD on it. Um, she's got a PhD in forensic psychology, so she obviously knows her staff. Mm. Um and yeah, she's really interesting. Really, God. really interesting. I that as well, and I would highly recommend
1: following her tweets. Mm, maybe but, I yeah. will. maybe I will. Oh. Oh, God, um, froze a little bit yeah uh, you froze
0: you had your like middle finger on her chin I was like okay Scott like calm down
1: <laughs> um, but yeah so what is your really interesting sorry go yeah <laughs> no I was just going
0: to ask you what your gift of the week was
1: um, my gift of the week this week was a denim it doesn't, I feel like it doesn't sound exciting but I really love it Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a denim jacket by a brand called I really don't know if I can pronounce this it's decidual, decidual.
0: Oh, yeah, just dis- yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Um,
1: and basically, the
0: sugal, yeah,
1: something like that. Yeah. Um, basically, it's a jacket, a denim jacket that's made fully out of um, cut offs from denim, other denim.
0: Oh, so it's cool,
1: sustainable and like recycled. Um, like the waistband of the coat is the waistband of from, like a pair of jeans, and like wow. you can sort of work out where it would have been on the jeans.
0: And oh, it's, that's cool
1: patched work so nicely and it's all different colored denim as well so it's all blue but like you've got some dark different light shape. yeah um and I think it is probably my new absolute favorite coat ever
0: really oh, oh no, I that's just love nice. I love
1: a denim jacket I'm such a sucker for a denim jacket yeah
0: you look nice in a denim jacket it's Thanks, good babe. yeah um, yeah.
1: because I featured it in my column that I do and when the range came out to promote it and then the lovely PRs um emailed me and was like we'd love to gift you one and I was like oh my god please
0: yeah I, was like, I
1: really want it <laughs> so yeah that's so
0: cool like seeing where like it could have been on someone else's body and like, yeah, the journey like of yeah
1: even like the pocket one of the like the flaps of the pockets is like two different parts and it's just you can really see the sustainable and like the recycledness of it I think it just looks so cool it's Aww. so nice that's so yeah, nice yeah that's the gift of the week
0: We can wear it to the pub that you don't
1: go to absolutely <laughs> <laughs> no I will go to the oh. pub at some point, and by some point I probably mean maybe this weekend <laughs> <laughs> but we will see
0: <laughs> yeah we'll
1: see uh, yeah
0: um, so yeah thank you everyone for listening so much we really really appreciate it if you could continue to rate review and subscribe that would really help us out if you have a little review um just so we know how we're doing we could do better i don't think there is anything but you know i'm sure there is
1: <laughs> don't be rude um <laughs> don't be rude. keep it keep uh, it nice people keep it nice and sweet thank you very much constructive criticism is always appreciated above four stars and by above four stars i mean five yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah as always thank you um if you want to follow us on instagram you can find us at wind down the podcast you can email us drop us a little message say hi hums uh wind down the at gmail.com you can also tweet us at wind down underscore and yeah have a fabulous weekend everyone
0: yeah hopefully you get to the pubs Woo-hoo! Yeah,
1: and hopefully the sun shines i don't know what the weather forecast is like but
0: Meant to, try on, meant to shine meant to be sunny on Saturday, I think.
1: Okay, well, make sure you all get out on Saturday and enjoy the sunshine. <laughs> Bye! Bye!